Welcome to this special podcast series, Becoming a Great Farm Supervisor. In this first episode, we're going to talk about one of the most important pieces of communication, listening. Learn about active listening and how it will help you to become a better communicator on your farm. For the next 10 minutes, Nathan Holinsky, an extension educator, will share with us the art of active listening. I'm Nathan Holinsky. I'm with the University of Minnesota Extension. I am out of the St. Cloud Regional Office. Thanks for joining us here. And we are going to start talking about communication. What all goes into communication? Communication is a pretty broad term. We're probably going to think about speaking, talking to your family, talking to your employees. And we'll be talking about these different forms of communication, the lack of communication, and how to better come across so people understand you. Different people might understand the same sentence you're saying differently based on both context, based on where they're coming from, where you're coming from. So we just want to highlight that effective communication is the groundwork for having proper leadership and employee management. If you can't communicate effectively with your employees and tell them what you expect of them, tell them what they should be doing on a day-to-day basis, how do you ever expect them to do so? Again, this effective communication is huge when it comes to employees. Before we dive into communication, Let's talk about some of those skills that can help us to become better listeners. All right, skills to become a better listener. We'll go through some statistics in a little bit, but there's two parts of communication. There's both me talking to you, and then there's me listening as you talk. That's the two sides of the communication story. And we want to highlight right now how to become a better listener. So some of the keys are pausing one to two seconds before replying. Let's just say that me and you are having a a conversation about what you expect me to do on the farm. Let's just say it's a dairy farm and you're trying to show me how to properly take care of the young stock, how how to feed these little calves. If you are telling me something and there's one thing that I don't quite understand, be it be, you know, how old do we start weaning them off bottled milk versus feeding them through a pail, pausing this one to two seconds before replying is important. Instead of me just jumping in there and say, oh, I have a question, blurting out these terms can kind of get confusing. A couple of reasons here. It shows that you are carefully listening. It also heavily increases the chances of avoiding interruption. If you jump in there right away and say, yo, I have a question, blah, 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 you might be talking over them and the chances of interruptions, which are very much a barrier to effective communication. Also, you can hear the other person better. If you're listening and pausing this one to two seconds to say, this is what I have a question on. I want you to clarify this next step. I want you to show me exactly what you're trying to say through a demonstration on how to, again, feed the calf or whatever this communication is. But this pausing the one to two seconds is an important step. And I want you to practice this 
pausing next time you're having a conversation with your family, your, your coworkers, your employees, whatever the case is. And my next point here is asking, tell me more. Show that you're interested, show that you're comprehending what they're saying and paying attention by saying, tell me more, expand on this. Don't just say yes, no, all right, I get it. Explaining, tell me more, show me more about this, this case that you're discussing. Hopefully this makes some sense. If we were doing this in person, we have a very fun, if that's the right term, we have a communication exercise where we have people paying attention when they're talking and then have the one person blatantly not paying attention when you're talking, just to show how, if you don't show how much you are paying attention, that you're really focusing in on the speaker, the conversation dies quickly. I'm just going to quickly interrupt here. You heard Nathan describe that listening activity. If you wanted to do it, you certainly could. Essentially, you'll have people group off into pairs or groups of three. One person will tell a quick story, 30 seconds. The other two will act like they are disengaged, not listening, look bored. And then have the person retell the story a second time with the other people implementing active listening skills that we've talked about. The one to two second pause, the following up with tell me more or open-ended questions. After you've allowed everyone to have the chance to tell a story, take a few minutes and talk about the experience. Really highlight what it felt like when you were being actively listened to versus when your listeners were disengaging and how that changed the flow of the conversation. Back to you, Nathan. So again, pausing the one to two seconds is important before your response, then asking, tell me more, expand upon that are the two big takeaways. Again, tell me more is the thing we are trying to highlight. We can speak about 150 words per minute but we can hear a thousand words per minute. So you can see that huge difference in how much we can understand versus how much we can speak to someone else. We have some summaries here on this active listening. Summarize to confirm, repeat what they're saying. Reiterate to remember. Again, this repetition is important for both remembering and confirming that the other individual heard or you were hearing what they were saying. Investigating for information and explain for understanding. This importance of the two-way communication is another takeaway from this first message that we have. This active listening is going to focus both on the message, the words we're trying to get across, and then also these underlying feelings. It requires the listening for both content and emotions. Because again, they are different ways to communicate with the nonverbal communication cues, providing that feedback. And we can see that as a result of that, we're going to have a lot more open communication, growth in people, and they're going to respect each other more. So if you show this active listening to your employees, they're more likely to listen to you. And this growth in people and communication, be more comfortable coming to you for questions in the future. If you come across as kind of 
tough to talk with, they'll find ways to not talk with you. They'll avoid you because they're not comfortable having conversation with you. So this active listening can resolve that issue. Thank you so much, Nathan, for sharing with us how we can engage in the art of active listening.